Hey guys, LARP Dad here. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to cover choosing a LARP that best suits you. That's going to be um, covering, basically it's going to have a questionnaire of sorts that you can ask yourself that's going to determine your out-of-play means and wants and then what you're going to want when you're at the game and in the game. Um, I'm going to end it by answering those questions myself and breaking down why I play the LARP I play. But um, before that, before we get to all that stuff, the podcast is up to an estimated 15 listeners. <laughs> and that's I know that sounds like a stupid thing to be excited about, but um, I'm actually really excited about that. I was doing this just for something to pass the time, something that I thought would be fun to do. Um, I had a couple friends that um, came together and were like, hey, you know, you have you have some information you could share and um, we think that you should do this. And it's still an awkward, bumpy ride, but I really, really appreciate you guys listening to this. Thank you all so much for that. Um, and this episode is actually going to be a soft transitioning point in the podcast for a little while. Um, the reason being is uh, I'm going to be going over to the game I play, Mordavia, for a bit of, uh, I guess, cleanup to cover some of their rules updates and my opinions and things like that on that game. Um, reason I'm going to be doing that is because I am in the works. I'm talking to a couple people about being guests here. So um, people have told me, you know, you should have guests. And I really like the idea of having guests. I really like the idea of adding perspective to the to this podcast. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But let's get back to the topic here and uh, go ahead and start making that list of things that I said. You know, um, if you're taking this seriously and you're looking to join your very first LARP, Go ahead and take this time to make this list because we're going to be covering a lot of stuff. So the first things you need to consider are actually all out of play, real life things. All of them. Um, I'm going to dad y'all for a second. And um, you need to get your real life in order before you could expect to get your imaginary life where you want it to be. Um some of those out-of-play things to consider or out-of-play means with your real life is how much spare time do you have? Really, um, with your job, how many weekends can you get off from your job, from your life? Um, how much time do you, can you dedicate to this? How much time can you dedicate to making a LARP weapon or making your armor practicing your makeup, um, attending the LARP. You know, uh, a lot of these LARPs are once a month. I have a, I have some friends that go to LARP almost every weekend, it seems, because we have enough LARPs to do that. And um, that's great, you know. But how much time can you personally give this? Um, there, are LARP, there are LARPs that go once a month. And there are LARPs that go once a year. And there's stuff in between that for everybody but and i know you don't have to attend every larp that you go to like once you select a larp but ideally you would want to do that right so how much time do you have to dedicate to this 
Um, the next thing you need to ask yourself is how much spare money do you have to throw at make-believe? And this isn't something a lot of people like to cover because it ends up almost coming across as elitist. And that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm just giving you questions to genuinely ask yourself. LARPs aren't free. They aren't. Um, there might be a few here and there that do little, hey, we're having a meetup to test these rules, to do this stuff. You can come here for free. There might be some, um, I know I've been to LARP workshops where they discuss rules, they discuss things, and they build spackets or whatever they're going to be doing. But um, how much spare money do you have to throw at this? The LARP's going to cost money. Traveling there is going to cost money. Once you get there, you got to eat. You got to drink. I mean, um, you got you you need the necessary things to essentially camp for a weekend, and that's going to cost money. So aside from your initial cost of building your costuming, of getting your weapons, of doing whatever you need to get into it, which is a startup initial cost, how much money do you get or have that you can spend on a hobby, right? How far are you willing to travel? Um, fortunately, I live in a place where the LARP that I go to is not very far. It's less than two hours from my house. But um, how much time can you dedicate to traveling? You know, some of us are hours and hours away from a LARP. Some of us are 15 minutes away from a LARP. But how far can you travel? Consider that in your spare time. Consider your personal threshold of, man, once I get somewhere, I need to be there for this long. You know, some people could drive, like myself, I can, I can drive nine hours, spend a day somewhere and drive back. That's crazy people talk to a lot of people, but for the right reasons, for under the right circumstances, I could totally do that. But you need to ask yourself, how far are you willing to travel for this LARP? And... um this is an important one too. Uh, a lot of people weigh this one as the heaviest out of play decision making means of the LARP. And that is where are your real life friends going LARP wise? What LARP are they attending? Um, some people want to be away from their friends and deal with this uh, fantasy world in a setting with people they don't really know. Um, those people are really rare. Uh, I, I, I probably know a few of them, but off, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anyone that's like, nah, I'm dodging all my friends to go play a fantasy experience with people that I don't know. And, um, if you're there, cool. I mean, I, I really hope everyone's getting what they want out of LARP, but where are your out of play friends? Where are your real life friends going is usually a really big deal. Because we shouldn't be metagaming, right? And we definitely shouldn't be bleeding. But everyone loves that after LARP experience, that before setup experience. And everyone loves LARPing with their friends that I see anyway. You know, um, this is a community activity. And having your friends there and being able to share stories with them on what's going on and things along the lines of that are it's really cool. It's a really, really big part of LARPing, in my opinion, is, is that community. 
is that camaraderie of these people and making new friends based on this this hobby that we all share. So, you know, definitely consider that stuff. Once you get all of that squared up, you can start to move on to the in-play requirements of what you want the LARP to have. You know, once you have... How much time can I give a LARP in a month or in a week or whenever? How much spare money do I have to spend here? How far am I willing to get to uh, how far am I willing to go to LARP and where are my friends going to LARP? You can finally start to ask yourself, what do you want out of the LARP? What is what are you individually looking for that are going to be your real uh, protractors, your I'm not protractors, your real um, points that ha- the game has to have that you want to do that you're going to spend your time, your money, and your effort on. Um, stuff like, um, well, I'm about to cross over a couple things just to consider because there's a lot of options here. There are lots of different kinds of LARPs. And in the end, you're going to have to decide what you want to do with that. Um, what time period are you wanting to play in uh do you want something modern where um, people are pretty much dressed as you see them in the real world do you want something in that uh standard fantasy renaissance-esque time period um do you want something in the future do you want something post-apocalyptic do you want there's there's so many things i could add into here right um but the ultimate answer is you know you should try to get what you want you should try to get what uh what you're seeking in this larp experience in that reality what reality do you want to play make believe in right then you're going to want to look at the uh the rules the rule set and something that i have learned in my time larping is if you are looking for a concrete, never-changing rule set, and this might just be a South Louisiana LARPs that I see thing, um, you are probably going to be disappointed. Um, The rules, the game, the races, um, they change. They change a lot. Um, Some LARPs might keep them the same, some LARPs might change them in between their iterations, which is like we talked about in a previous episode is the existence that you're playing in. Once that iteration is over and that world has been saved or destroyed and you start a new game with new players, a lot of LARPs are going to drop a different rule set there. If anything, just to add a couple different races, they'll change some stuff up like that. Um, some LARPs change their rules often and um it's a point of contention for a lot of people but the rules are important right what do you want to play how do how serious how in-depth how much do you want to be looking at little bits of paper to determine the outcome of events at your larp and how consistent are those rules with what you want out of game um what does this LARP allow? What does it not allow? How does that coincide with what you want? Um, I honestly think as a whole, LARPers 
don't read the rules nearly as much as they should. And part of that is probably because at a lot of LARPs, the rules change and they are, they just kind of go with the flow and they go with, uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm here to experience this with my friends. And that's really, in my opinion, that's not the right way to go about it. You should at least know the rules, at least know the rules. Um, if a LARP is changing the rules so frequently that you can't know them, that's a problem. That's something that they need to address. Um, there's a lot of startup LARPs that, you know, they're actively making the rules based on what you guys do. So I've been hammering the rules for a bit now, but, um, the rules are super important. You know, uh, are you content with playing at a LARP that the rules aren't finished yet? Are you content with, um, playing, knowing that the rules will likely change? Cause like I said, a lot of LARPs, they, they're gonna, they're gonna see, and this is happening and they're going to address it or change it. But these are just things to consider. Find yourself a set of rules. Read all of them. You don't necessarily have to read all the backstory stuff or how the world's going on. I honestly think you should read that too. But you need to know the rules for the game you're playing. And you especially need to know the rules for a game you're looking into playing. Because that could be the deciding factor on its own. You could read those rules and say, nah, I'm good. Or you could read those rules and realize they're not finished. Or they have this glaring issue. And, you know, if if you do come across stuff like that, in my experience, uh, contact staff or contact the owners of that LARP and say, hey, man, I found this really serious issue. And um, a lot of times they're going to be really receptive to that. You know, they no one wants to run a ridiculous power game. Clearly, this is what you're supposed to be playing. LARP set of rules. That's silly. No one wants to do that. So... Read rules and determine what you want based on those rules. And that, I, I think that'll help you a lot in selecting a LARP. Um, moving on past the time period and the rules. How are you looking or what are you, what is your expectation in combat? Because LARP has a lot of fighting. There's some LARPs where, yeah, we, we talk and um, I know that... LARP Works, a uh, local LARP company here, is actually working on kind of like this interesting idea for a social LARP where there is no combat. And you're basically like this at this party and you get rep or you get like, um, you're basically trying to be the cool kid at the party, right? And uh, I think that's interesting, but the reality of it is, is all the LARPs that I know of right now that are active, that people are playing near me or within any distance that I'm willing to go to, there's some form of combat. And you have to decide how much physical combat do you want. Are you looking for real SCA, um, hitting each other hard, full combat, requiring full swings, taps don't count-esque style fighting? Or do you want more paper stats? Do you want more, uh, I could hit you soft and it still counts. Um, I could throw packets at you or i could deliver spells i could um i don't have to beat you up to hurt you in the game what what do you want there you know and what are your physical limitations there you know can you deal with a weekend of beating people up and getting beat up in turn you know what uh what is your skill set to uh correlate into these concepts you know 
are you going to be able to hold your own? Are you, are you content with getting wailed on until you get good at it? You know, um, real combat's real. <laughs> and even if we're dealing with just these foam weapons, these boffers, getting hit hurts. You know, um, the LARPs I go to are for the most part light, moderate contact. And people still get bruises. We still deal with injuries all the time. What is your physical level of acceptance or limitation when it comes to combat do you want to be swinging it out with the boys uh and and girls we we get beat up by girls too um or do you want that more paper stat approach where i don't have to be this uh this this melee stud to excel at this larp i can throw a spell or I could shoot a nerf blaster, or I could do these other things that combat isn't so required of me at LARP. That's a real big deal, you know? Um, Moving on, the next question you should be asking yourself is how immersed do you plan on being and how immersed do you want to be at the LARP? How immersed do you want everyone else to be at the LARP? Are you going for full immersion that you flip a switch and this is the character that you are for a weekend? Don't talk to me as an out-of-play character. I am this in-play character. The the switch is flipped and that's it. When the weekend's done, you can talk and do stuff. But for that weekend, you are fully immersed. Or um, do you want to deal with a more calm approach? A... uh, Oh, yeah, when role play's there, I'm going to role play. Whenever monsters are there, I'm going to fight them. But um, I'm looking to hang out with my buds. I'm looking to just, you know, chill at a campsite in costume. And I'm going to do the immersive things when I need to. But, nah, I'm I'm here to chill. You know, there has to be a balance. What, what are you looking for on a scale of the real world doesn't exist? to the real world existence segments that I turn on and off throughout this LARP experience. And um, costuming, decor, uh, the LARP itself. Do you want the LARP to be a fully immersed experience? And like locally, I'm not saying fully immersed has to be, oh, we're renting a castle and we're doing this crazy, like, like everything is full. You're, you're, you're going to fight a dragon. You know, like, expectations is probably going to be way too high if that's what you're looking for. They exist. They exist. Um, They're somewhere. But are you looking for a LARP where all of the monsters, all of the decorations, all the characters, all of the players are fully immersed and they are in full costume? There's no, um, there's no generic everyday guy dressed in his daily clothes there and definitely not in play or are you good with uh, a more this is what you see and staff explains to you what you see in front of you and you have to imagine that and you have to um kind of more of a physical D&D table out of campground you know like um 
you don't have to be in costume, but when the fighting comes, you have to fight, and I'm going to tell you what you see, and you get to tell me what I see. Um, what do you want? Do you want that costuming to be a heavy factor for you? Does it help you immerse, or are you content with um, wearing your daily clothes and doing the LARP stuff based on a more imaginative approach? So, like, those are all some really big things to consider. Um the real thing is there is no real wrong answer in that. When you get to the end of answering all those questions for yourself, you're not going to, well, you shouldn't in any way say, man, there's no LARP that does all of these things exactly how I want. There probably isn't going to be a LARP of that's doing exactly everything you want. Um, that's just unfortunately not how it, not how it works in my opinion. Or not in my opinion, but based on what I've seen. You're going to have to compromise. There's going to be some things that aren't ideal to what you want out of a LARP at the LARP that meets most of your criteria. And, um, oh, oh, another big one that I almost forgot. Sorry, we're kind of going back a bit. Um, Are you content with there being kids at the LARP? Are you okay with children being there and uh i know of a couple larps one specific one local is um sovereign scrolls they they're a kid larp you know um they allow parents to bring their kids there they have kids in the mix and are you content with the kids being there is that is that something you're cool with dealing with in your larp experience um I mean, they're kids. They they intro they introduce a whole list of problems on their own. You know, there's there's some they're not going to be able to immerse like you want them to immerse usually, and they they're kids. They're going to be kids. Are you content with that? Um, a lot of parents, unfortunately, don't have a choice. You know, do I bring my kids or do I not LARP? And uh, some parents probably love it. You know. Um, I I have I have a six year old and um yeah there's probably gonna be a point where I have to decide you know am I am I gonna deal with a LARP with him or not you know but either way kids something to consider um, that's gonna be a big for some people that's a make or break thing I almost forgot to bring it up sorry gonna get back on track now remember check if the LARP allows kids. But again, there is no wrong real uh real wrong answer in this. You're just looking for a LARP that best meets what you want and what you need a LARP to do. So, and you're going to weigh in different things here differently. You know, you're going to have these two things the LARP can or can't be. And if it meets these criteria, good, I could deal with this other stuff being not what I wanted, but it has to have these things. Right for a lot of people, their most heavily weighted um, question or category or whatever we're doing here is where are their out of play friends going? Everyone wants to go where their friends are going, and they could deal with a lot of shit, a lot of stuff they don't want, as long as they're dealing with it with their friends. And you know, um, my my LARP journey actually was started by, I have a really good friend. Um, I don't think he'll mind if I name drop him. My friend Edwin. 
um, for two years, he badgered me to LARP because he knew I would like it. He knew deep down, man, if I could just get Heath to this LARP, he's going to love it. And we eventually actually got to a point where he wanted me to LARP so badly that he was like, look, I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to help you make the costuming. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get you to this LARP one time. And I know if I do that for you, you are going to love it. And yeah, thank you, Edwin. Um, I know I've told you that before, but thanks, ma'am. Um, I did love it. You were absolutely right. And I should have started it when you asked me to the first time, you know. Um, but like I said, that all considered, you're going to weigh these things differently. And at the end, when you come to your conclusion, you're going to um, pick a LARP based on what you weighted most heavily into what you need for that weekend, for your uh, excursion from reality, you know? Um, something that I left out that I think doesn't have a place, but I'm going to bring up just because people bring it up, is um, I don't recommend that you look for a LARP or at a LARP based on... Um, the owners, based on um, the people that you don't like there, based on um, anything really outside of what I've mentioned here. Uh, the reason for that is I kind of personally see that as bleed. Um, it just, in my opinion, it just kind of is. At the end of the day, you're looking for a product, and if that product doesn't meet your demands or doesn't meet your needs for a LARP, don't go to it based on that. Don't go to it based on, man, I don't like these rules. I don't like the time period it's in. I don't want to get beat up. They're swinging too hard. Or um, go, don't, don't not go to a LARP. Don't, uh, don't skip out on something that inevitably met all of your criteria, but because of some out of play means you don't go. Again, that's my personal opinion, like literally everything here, but you're going for a product and um, I don't I don't know any any LARP that's uh, that is like the Walmart equivalent that like you um, if you stop going or no, I'm, I'm, I'm derailing. I'm going to, I'm going to a place I really don't need to be, but I don't, I don't think you should be picking your LARP based off of out of play things, uh, off of out of play drama based things. Um, based on the criteria I've provided here again, that's all my opinion, but, um, Yeah. You should be going based on what you need in a LARP and that LARP meeting or not meeting those demands. If it doesn't meet the demands, don't go. If it does, you should probably still consider it. Um, that's just my quick hot take on that. 
Um, now I'm going to go ahead and answer these questions just to kind of give you an idea on why I go to the LARP that I go to. And you could use this space uh, to do your thing, to pick your LARP. I'm going to just run through it real, real quick. Um, how much time do I have uh, that I could dedicate a whole weekend? If I'm lucky, two weekends a month. Two weekends a month would be really stretching it. How much money do I have? <laughs> Realistically enough to go to one LARP. Um, I would love to be able to check out other LARPs. I would love to be able to um, do more things in the LARP community. But the reality of it is, is money's tight. Uh, I'm a single dad and I, I have finite resources that I could dump because when I dump, I dump everything. So uh, I'm, I'm going to, if I, if I go to your LARP, I'm going to give your LARP a hundred percent. And I, I just, money's tight, time's tight, but money is tighter than time. I would love to go to more, but it is what it is. How far can I travel? Um, once a year, I'll totally drive like nine plus hours. Um, I went with my girlfriend two years ago to In War. It's uh, basically a huge Nerf LARP, humans versus zombies deal. And we drove all the way to Statesboro, Georgia um, to play. It was two days. And we, we played there for two days and it was awesome. I would totally do that once a year. Um, if I were a quarterly LARP, I'd probably be willing to drive four or five hours round trip, maybe six hours round trip. Once a month, uh again uh, once a month four hours round trip sounds fair to me that would give me two hours to get there two hours to get back and um where are my out of play friends going larp wise that used to be a lot easier question to answer um most of them still go to mordavia uh it's been six years and people try new stuff and people go different places i have a enough friends at nether and enough friends at sovereign to where i could say my out of play friends go there too that's awesome um but most of my friends go to mardavia um what do i want in a larp time period i'm cool with the fantasy renaissance i'm cool with but i'm cool with them mixing in stuff like uh steampunk-esque stuff i'm cool with there being alchemical technology stuff like that but i kind of like that renaissance-esque period um rules I like the rule book to be finished. I say finished and I'm doing the quotations thing over here, which doesn't help anything on an audio, but um, rules, I want the rules to be finished enough that I can read them. Um, an update every month. Uh, I understand LARPs have to come from somewhere, 100%. And, I, and, and writing that book based on testing with your uh, customer, I'm content with that. Most LARPs do that. I'm, I'm totally cool with being your beta tester for years and years and years. As long as you let me know I'm being your beta tester, you don't sell me a product that's a whole product and it's not, um, I'm, I'm cool with that. I, I think that's neat, but I like a finished rule book. I like everything to be done that I can read it, that I could do my theory crafting and all that. And that's kind of my thing on that. Real combat versus paper stats. I lean more paper stats slash video game style, pen and pad LARP. Um, it's not that I don't want to swing. I actually, I personally think I'm really, really good at swinging foam. Um, if I wanted to do something like that, 
as a LARP, I like more of the fantasy side of it. I like more of the roleplay side of it. I've seen the faction-based stuff. I've seen those big wars, and they look epic. Um, for my local scene and my local LARPs, I would probably go to uh, more of an SCA slash Ordo Procinctus local if I really wanted to just fight. If I really just wanted to fight with people. And that sounds awesome. That's just, again, this is all my personal stuff. Um, full immersion versus this is what you see and fully engaged versus chilled laid back. That's a really hard one. I'm kind of an elitist when it comes to this part. Uh, I like full immersion. I will be doing my thing throughout the whole weekend as much as I can. But yeah, I, I, I flip the switch off sometimes. Usually when I'm eating, usually when I'm doing something out of play, when there's no monsters there and you're with your buds, I'm cool with talking. I'm not going to be that weirdo or I say weirdo, but that'd be weird to me because I have never seen it. Someone that stays in their character perfectly throughout the weekend. Uh I like I like that, but I also understand that that's not realistic uh, for most people. So I could deal with some chilled laid back and deal with some out of play. But I do like a lot of full immersion. Um, I don't personally like this is what you see. Um, not a fan. My hot take on that is I I could just play D and D. Um, I want to some I want some effort put into costuming. I want some effort put into um, decoration, scenery, stuff like that. That's just my take on that. That's that's what I'm looking for. Um, kids, I'm not at a point in life where I really want kids at my LARP. Uh, I don't want them there. That's I'm fortunate enough that. My sister loves watching my little boy. You know, um, I, I can afford a babysitter if I ever needed to. Things along the lines of that. Um, maybe someday I might jump into that. Uh, for the time being, I don't want kids in my LARP. So basing all of that, all those answers and looking back at it, the LARP that best suits all of that, using that as solely why I pick a LARP, I go to Mordavia. Um, that's, that's the LARP that answers all those questions for me best. I really enjoy Mordavia. Um, all the bulk of my friends still go there. It's a lot of fun and it does what I want it to do. You know, um, there are people I know that have kids and they go to Sovereign based on that. Sovereign is giving them a great experience. I mean, there's people that test the waters and stuff like that. Um, Nether as yeah, now they're still doing their thing. Um, I'm probably going to go check that out sooner or later, mostly because I'm like a Nerf Blaster junkie, and that seems like a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I'm currently with Mordavia because of this choosing a LARP questionnaire kind of-esque thing. But that's just where I'm at. That doesn't mean that Mordavia is the right answer for you. It just means it is for me, you know? So... Um, to recap and close out, choosing a LARP is a big deal. Uh, you're going to be picking something that you're going to be doing. I mean, if you get hooked on it three plus years, so give it some consideration. You're going to want to ask yourself, how much spare time do you have to dedicate to LARP? How much spare money do you have to dedicate to LARP? How far are you willing to travel? And where are your friends going to play LARP? 
Those are things you're going to want to consider before you even get into the in-play or individual LARPs. Once you get that settled, you're going to want to know on you're going to want to know things like the time period it's set in, how are their rules, how do they do combat, how immersed are they in a constant state, and what do you see when you go to the LARP? How costumed, how immersed is it, and um, how engaged are the players? Uh, is it is it a constant state of in play or is it you know kind of laid back you do what you do until you need a larp in the end if you answer all that to you if you answer all that and uh, if you answer all of that and come to what you come to i think that's the best larp for you and i really hope that this helped you know either way i hope that you found this entertaining and uh thanks for the listen i really appreciate everyone listening to this stuff and i'm gonna keep dumping out content as long as you guys keep listening to it so um thanks again and larp on